0: Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host again for today, Rich Polly, and joining me is young Ben Hibbert. Hello. I nearly forgot who was on, so I just started with you.
1: Were you talking ridiculously fast, or was I just having like a
0: serious mental problem? A little bit faster than normal, yeah. I'm not sure why. (laughs) I thought my brain was breaking. Um, also joining us today is the Sith Taker with the second strongest back, Liam Baker.
2: <laughs> Buenos dias.
0: How's it going? You okay?
2: Alright, yeah. I'm doing alright. I think I finally recovered from Saturday. Do
0: you know who the Sith Taker with the strongest back is? No. You know it's Adam? Because he had to carry both you and Pocknell.
2: I mean, he didn't know, did he? We had to carry him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, speaking of which, fashionably late as always, as never. <laughs> I mean just, just I dropping that
3: I view that as perfect timing because you were just about <laughs> to introduce me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes uh, is good for Ollie.
3: Yeah. Actually turning off to something.
0: <laughs> Only ten minutes after Regina <laughs> started, it's fine. Uh, it's okay. You just made me look better because I was seven minutes late, but it's fine. <laughs> 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 anyway, joining us today, it's Ollie Pocknell. Hello, hey. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, very well, thank you. you um, and uh, producer Tim will be jumping in at some point because um, we ran an event. He ran, well, he ran an event this weekend, to the teams event, and it's our first um, bigish one that we've not had the uh, the ability to just ask Tabletop TO to take care of everything for us. So. Um, we'll see how that went a little bit later So this weekend we've alluded to it a little bit um, We've mentioned it a lot over the last couple of podcasts Was um, The Sith Taker Squadrons team event um, So there were 10 teams in the end I'm watching for the sign of Tim coming off mute now It, it, um, it, was,
3: it was 10 We were meant to have 11 But I think one of the uh, Coventry lot couldn't turn up Is what I saw
0: I heard a rumour that Ollie Williams' teammates decided they didn't want to be called the bye by Liam all weekend, so they decided <laughs> to come. Is that true, Liam?
2: I don't understand what's wrong with being known as the bye. At least he's got a nickname in the community you now.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know who you're being mean to there, but I assume it's somebody, and they know um so yeah t- 10 teams um met and then played uh off on uh was it xtc pairing rules was it where or no it was only three teams so it was put one up defend with two and then everything else gets sorted out after that sort of thing
1: It's no point asking me i didn't figure it out until the fourth round ollie did you do pairings
0: and now i was did do, i did
3: indeed do pairings <laughs> do you want me to explain the pairings
0: yeah go on go on team events are fun events
3: i i do love team events um The basic premise of the pairings is you have what I would refer to as a defender and then uh, two attackers which take on that uh, defender. So what happens at the start of pairings is that both teams in secret put one of their three players forwards as a defender um, and then they put the other two lists towards their opponents in secret defender. so you end up with your defender getting a choice between two of the opponents uh squads that they can play, and you get uh the same situation for your opponent so you end up you're doing this simultaneously so to give you an example um if it was myself we had liam and we had adam um i would uh put adam forward as the defender with his x wings um because he can take on pretty much anything um and then they uh, say we are playing against uh the one boys, uh, maybe they put Dale forward as their rebel player. Um, so now what happens is, uh, the two left over, which would be Paul and Martin. Adam gets to choose which one of Paul and Martin to play. And Dale gets to choose which one of myself and Liam to play. Uh, then once they've both made their decisions again, in secret, the person left over. So let's say, um, Martin was left over and I was left over, uh, would play each other. Yep. Um, as the following. So you,
0: you put one forward, the other person puts two out, the person defending chooses who they're going to play against, yep. and then whatever's left over plays <laughs> against each other. And if you're playing five or seven or whatever, it just basically extends that process until you find out the the default leftover pairing. Basically yes. you, you repeat until there's a, a default leftover. Cool. Um so the long and the short of it is that Liam, Ollie and Adam won the event. Um I mean, how did the day go for you guys? And I, I was vaguely Deep. following results, and you went undefeated across the four rounds. Is that right? They team did. undefeated. Team, team undefeated.
3: Team undefeated. Absolutely. I think we we're the only team that was undefeated. Um, because yeah, because it it should have ended up with two teams undefeated in into the final round. Uh, but I think everyone lost their pair down matches that they played. Right. So, because of that, we were the only ones that were that were undefeated.
0: Okay. So, and you said Liam didn't lose any matches. Did Liam you
3: know? didn't lose any matches. Oh, I kept on I'm trying straight. to give him the hard ones.
0: What? What? Uh, so, for, first of all, I'm interested to know because team events are different, right? Mm. You don't have to bring a list that can take on all comers as long as your captain vaguely knows your relative skill level as a player and the things that are hard counters for your list. Um, yeah. And then you can pair people into matchups that they're more likely to win. Um, with the aim being that you get two good pairings and yes, you you sacrifice somebody in, in, in each round. Um so So but having a player who wins all four, even if you to use the phrase throw them under a bus, is, mm. is quite helpful as a captain, isn't it?
3: It is. And I mean the the advantage as well, and I think it's really important for team tournaments, um, is that we knew the lists going in. So we'd had a little bit of prep time and had an opportunity to sit down like with each other and go, okay, like what matchups are good for you? What matchups do you want to avoid? So going into every round, I knew normally you'd have a player who only had one bad matchup um, and they were perfect to put forward as the defender because it didn't matter who the the opposing team sent into them. They could always pick a good matchup for themselves. Um if someone has all of the matchups are good or all of the matchups are bad, generally you want to just leave them to see what happens to them because it doesn't really matter um, yeah. what they do. Whereas if you can protect one of your players in the pairings, it, it helps.
0: Yeah, that's good. So Liam, what um, what list were you were you using, and what did you end up playing against? Was was Ollie kind to you, or did you pull some out of the bag?
2: So that's a question I actually wanted to ask because I didn't know if I was being protected throughout the pairings. If you well, you are, you are a,
0: you are a little snowflake Liam so <laughs> you, you need to be uh,
2: cherished. So I am a tiny gentle butterfly. The the way
3: that I the way that I did the pairings is I I don't especially when there's only three people um I never try to um throw someone under the bus. Um My general intention is if I can avoid the, like, as I said, one person will normally have one bad matchup. Um, Normally what happens is you can play a little bit of a mind game with your opponent and go, I I reckon I can guess what they're going to put forward first. And because of that, if I have two players that have one bad matchup, if the bad matchup is the one that they can't be paired into, you you kind of avoid it that way because if you outguess your opponent. So there was a couple of rounds where I was hoping that Liam's bad matchup would be, not, uh, yeah, he'd basically be able to be unable to be picked into his bad matchup. So I managed to avoid uh, throwing Liam under the bus um, for some of the rounds, and others it was very much a case of. All right, I really don't want to take on the FO. Our rebels don't want to take on FO. Sorry, buddy. Uh, so I think you got three FO mirrors in a row?
2: Uh, <laughs> hang on. So round one, I got rebels. Round two and three, I got FO. And then round four, I got imperials.
3: Okay. So it was, a, yeah, I, I gave them two FO mirror, mirror matches in a row. Or I, I managed to hopefully engineer two FO mirror matches because realistically, uh, we didn't want our lovely, jousty rebel list to get smacked around by uh, whispers.
0: Few too many bits of jamming going on. Yeah, yeah, wholesome fun. <laughs> wholesome token sharing fun. You can have a jam. You can have a jam. Exactly. extra dice because you're jammed. Thank you. Um,
3: it's yeah. not not fair and wholesome. I don't like it.
0: So what what was it? Uh, I take it this was a a, a tweaked version of your pre points change, F.O. salad was it, Liam? Uh,
2: yeah. So with the changes to chaff. And proximity mines going up, it kind of leaves the f o bombers in a spot where they either have the chaff and have very little damage output or just go all bombs, but that leaves them exposed and It's one of those rare circumstances where I think something's been nerfed to the point where it's not good. it doesn't cut it anymore, but I think it people would be a little slow to realize this, so I swapped out grudge for ember. Which I did with FO in mind, because if I put a damage card onto a bomber that wants to stay in formation because it's got bombs but no protection from chaff or just chaff where everything wants to come in and drop into one target, that bomber then becomes basically just a problem for the entire list. Because as soon as there's a damage card on that bomber, no one else can spend focus tokens when Ember's shooting, and I can reliably get target lock focus on that ship and i felt with the amount of damage I, I put out i can get a damage card on something so you can't spend your focus or calculate tokens so i didn't really have any worries i know how to fly kylo nightfall's a problem for a lot of people and malarus is just malarus even with four point loadout she's nuts still, got a
0: myself. still good enough
2: yeah and i thought i'd give her scorch a go Mm-hmm. So, like the yeah, overall changes from my old list is that static and grudge out, and scorch and ember are in.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: okay. the weakest part of the list for me originally was the bomber. Sometimes I got it perfect; the other times I just threw it away, as we saw in some of the XTC games. Yeah, uh, but now that I don't actually have to take it because it's good, I can play to my own will now and uh, do what i do
0: so are you enjoying um, it sorry. more because you you had kind of fallen out a little bit with the game and you were a little bit down about the points changes as, as kind of have you find a list that you like and you're enjoying playing it again and enjoying flying again
2: uh i still enjoy the game uh, I feel like this list is a nice tweak on what I had, that it keeps it fresh, and I get to fly the uh, the Thai BA which I think is massively under underrated by the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got some of the painted ships, so it's nice. And I've got a lot <laughs> and, of uh, and, and t- very X-wing. nice em ships actually.
0: Yeah, t- Team X Wing is a different is a different beast in terms of the the vibe in the room, and you know the. The importance of the games and knowing that, you know, your team can still win if you lose, Um you know, or you can pull your team through a round where somebody else has dropped and, you know, dropped points and you think, yeah, you know, I can I can help sort this out. So it's um, I think it's a, probably the best type of X-Wing, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, I will admit that before the tournament, I was a bit like, oh, I've got to go play this, I've got to go play this. But then, as soon as I walked into the room, like it just gave me a burst of energy and will to want to do well and enjoy myself. I think in person, X Wing is brilliant. It'll never come. It'll never be bested by another game in my eyes.
0: So this is the um, this is the the, the the gaming equivalent of shotgunning a can of monster and screaming "Let's go!" wild bouncing around the playground, right? When you're eleven, whatever. Uh, I'm going happen. to <laughs> say yes not that they had energy drinks when i was 11 but you know <laughs> oh i didn't even have um what do you call them Jaeger bombs cuz there was no such thing as red bull when i was at university uh, or it was or it was brand new like red bull was a brand new thing and you'd people have were your... discovering things
3: you'd have your straight vodka and you like it <laughs>
0: Oh, we had Aftershocks and Goldschlagers and Sours and all sorts of interesting, excitingly coloured, not made in nature drinks that tasted of an assortment of spicy things. Like it was all aniseed. and You can still get Goldschlager. Can you still get Goldschlager? Yeah, like, I was looking, I was looking for
1: it on, the, um, on Amazon the other week because I remember drinking it. Because for some reason I was like, oh yeah, the, the gold cuts your throat and gets you drunk quicker.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, I mean, you're, it's you're, wealthy. you're wealthy. You're yeah, wealthy. It's, it's, it's you're a lot. You're wealthy because you're drinking real gold. Look at it. Tim's just posted in chat hooch, just for oh, there's, there's a reminder for you. you. Yeah. I've, I've got two that. cans. Of, I've got two cans of it downstairs in the kitchen for when the
3: kids come around. It's uh,
0: absolutely yeah, nice. It? It?
2: Yeah.
3: Um. Slightly going back onto X-wing. How? Uh, <laughs> how did you find Ember <laughs> Liam? Because I'm really. I think uh, kind of relevant to to my list because I had. A similar thing in that i put in um snap wexley the boosty version um and i was yes, really man. really enjoying him but i am curious how um liam was finding another underused initiative for pilot
2: ember he's so good just with the loadout alone you get seven points which means it feels like you're pretty much encouraged like pro tradition and pattern analyzer and you've also got to look at the inbuilt ability, whether you can take a strain or a deplete to barrel or lock. Uh, it means you can set yourself up for turns while also getting out of arcs. Mm. The one hard, it's an Inquisitor tide dial, isn't it? The blue one hards are insane, which means you can knife fight like no one else. The only thing I felt like I was missing on it was Daredevil, but I'd rather have proud tradition so I can two sloop, stay near an objective, uh, focus evade. And the yeah, the survivability it, is
0: insane. Yeah, pattern analyzer and um pattern analyzer linked with proud tradition is just rude. And I've I've seen Kester Smith doing that a few times with, you know, and I'll do this. And I was like, ah, haha, no tokens for you. And he's like, and then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And now suddenly I've got target lock focus and I'm going to light you up with 4 dice shot. And I'm like, oh, lordy. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah it's a bit a bit crazy
3: yeah I've,
0: I've i've seen a few people i know um dave uh so Cliff, Reed, round um element has been a little while ago was playing ember and i was like wait uh, i can't spend tokens if that's really easy to trigger and he was like yeah it's hard to forget though uh, sorry so it's hard to remember that you know in the middle of a, the um kind of the second or third engagement when you're into damaged ships to, to remember that as a trigger because it's a weird kind of like it's not a when i attack it's you know it's not a straightforward thing to remember but
2: it's um, compulsory as well so if you miss it you have to roll it back
0: un- unless you forget for too long and then you know three turns later you go oh that should have happened and you go meh we're <laughs> we gonna roll back okay. three turns that's totally different
2: yeah um, i do remember the uh boarding brum uh Store champ that we ran with Louis Leong's kit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it yeah, it was. Um that Dave came down and ran Ember in a very similar list to mine, but swapped M em- well, he had Ember instead of Hask.
3: Yeah. 'Cause
2: I remember setting up against him, I was like, This is gonna be rough, but it was one of those games where I actually got Ridge right for once, so it it ended up working out well for me. Yeah,
0: so I mean just rounding out your kind of team list, because Adam was using the was it the five X Wing list using Battle of Yavin for cheap pilots, or was it four X Wings and Dutch, something
2: like that? Uh four X Wings and Oval. So I think Orville. he was using Battle of Yavin Wedge. Okay. Jack, Garvin, Colby and oval Okay.
0: So three X Wings and a an A Wing and a kind of mixture ship it doesn't know whether he's an x-wing or an a-wing yeah pretty much
2: bizarre yeah. wing
0: yeah pretty cool pretty cool list i know adam's very i um, with x-wings as well very good with jouston lists um very and then cool. ollie going forward <laughs> <laughs> one, one forward focus uh <laughs> ollie what were you using it was a resistance three ship wasn't it yeah resistance
3: it's... three ship. so they nerfed the y-wings so, I considered whether or not to, because uh, the list I took to London was Ray Poe, uh, a Y Wing, and the BB 8 pod. Mm-hmm. So, I could have replaced the Y Wing with a fireball as a three pointer and done the same thing of like running around and uh, getting objectives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided I wanted to try the three ship and have a genuine like damage threat as the third ship. So, I went with snap wexley uh over an a-wing because an a-wing is great at not dying but not so much at doing damage Mm -hmm. so heavy laser cannon bullseye droid and uh ferrosphere paint which was surprisingly effective actually
0: so he's very as i was gonna say easy easy is probably not the right word but with his free boost Mm. it becomes a lot easier for snap to line up those hlc shots and if he pulls pops a hlc shot he gets a reroll on it because r68 yeah isn't primary only
3: exactly Um, and it's not just if he gets a bullseye it's if anyone in the list gets a bullseye and often poe lines someone up in a bullseye accidentally so yeah you'll get the reroll there or somebody
0: or somebody bumps somebody bumps ray and exactly and and they go i've bumped you and it's like cool thanks for the reroll on snap Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) oh no and Um, it's it's interesting with the i4 because i found especially playing against republic um because you have the Initiative 5 Jedi and you think, oh, okay, I'm never going to get a bullseye in this situation. But often the bullseye was much more effective as a you're not allowed to go here button. Um, because I just line up the heavy laser cannon somewhere and say alright, you you can go and chase one of my big expensive ships here. But if you do, I'm going to get the four dice double modified shot mm-hmm. from the ship that you thought you didn't really care about.
0: Yeah. It's, inter- it's an interesting piece to add in as the third chip rather than a, a Lulu or a ZZ or a a pure support piece just actually putting in a, a three dice double modded gun basically or maybe a four dice conditional double modded gun is really really yeah. good so it's
3: it's fun although he he does die like that that's the that's the problem with it is that um I was finding that all of my games were very close to the wire um because of the fact that uh apart from the fact that all of the the competition in the room was pretty pretty good um but also the yeah. If someone decides that they're gonna kill your single T seventy, um, which is great because Ray and Poe aren't getting shot, but you then do give up five points. So it's yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's you're shooting at my five point ship that takes two rounds to kill rather than you're shooting at my seven point ship that takes two rounds to kill, or my exactly. eight-point exactly. ship that takes two rounds to kill or three rounds to kill, you know. They're yeah. going for the easy target because he can't initiative kill them like poor Ray can or whatever. Um mm. cool. Um what was the uh, what was the room like in terms of the the meta of like what what kind of stuff were we seeing in the list?
3: Um, a lot of imperial, a... I'll guess. Not not hugely. No. Give me two seconds. I'll get up the I got up the spreadsheet I made so I can quickly oh, run no, through don't,
0: it. Don't, don't don't give us facts. I want, oh, I, want you know. I want feelings. Feel feel. Don't come to me
3: with your dark side facts. Rebels
1: stuff. rebels oh. rebels and first order. I saw a lot of. Yeah. Um, and
3: scum. there were some imperials um few like the ties were still there like martin Chivers brought his tie swarm because he's really good at tie swarms mm-hmm. um yeah it was in it was interesting to see i think there was a lot of people trying new toys yeah um there was a lot of battle yavin rebels um mm-hmm. there was still quite a lot of what i would refer to as chunk <laughs> uh Which is decimators, the big scum ships, Ray, Falcons. There's a lot of big ships there.
0: Well, Demetrius was there, wasn't he? So there's a there's a big scum.
3: Oh, like yeah, well played to him. I had to rematch him after our game in London. That again, ridiculously close. Uh, But yeah, so it was. I've got oh, there we go. I've got I've got my spreadsheet now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, generally, if it. There, there was either a five ship. Um, if it was fo, it tended to be a five ship. There was still Republic around uh, the nerf to the uh, to the lat, and the fact that we couldn't play uh, the Coruscant pack didn't seem to affect the Republic that much. They're still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was there was a fair few uh, five ship Imperial or five ship um, Republic. Um, there was a lot of scum, chunky stuff. Uh, there was an absolute madman with four eaters. Nice. Uh, I didn't know. What, I, I didn't know Andrei, and Andreas had travelled. <laughs>
2: it no, was Andreas' list. It, it was. But Liam Smith. Liam. messaged me a few weeks before the event. He was like, "I want to run one of these lists, like one of these factions." I was like, "I can grab your list if you want." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." And then I sent him the Andreas's Eta list, and I was like, "I hope I don't get paired into that." <laughs> So I've got so many bullseyes. I'm like, I can't line these up. <laughs> yeah.
3: I I actually think the one of the biggest archetypes that was still there was after everyone saying scum is terrible. Um, there was three or four teams that had a three ship scum.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those those big scum. I mean, so two two things. The big scum lists are still really really scary because you might not be able to kill any of the ships in the time mm. that you've got to, to kill them. So you've got to look for win conditions elsewhere. Um, but the other thing is that in team events, nobody wants to be paired into that. So you put it up as a defender, and then you say, right, give me two options, and I'm going to take the worst thing for the rest of my team off the table at this point. Um, and then, you know, you, you you take the nasty thing out, you know, you go, Oh, you've got a Rebel Alpha and we don't have first order. I'll take that on my scum. Um, because all of my ships can survive two proton torpedoes. Um, so or or whatever, you know, you, however you want to do it. But so interesting, cool. Um, Tim, are you there? <laughs> no? Okay. I just see him on mute. Did you run the event on Longshanks or did you run it elsewhere? And how did it go?
4: Um, yeah, I didn't use long shanks uh, purely because it was like treating it as a 10-person event. Um, so we we just uh, collected in uh, the team results each round, so I wasn't too fussed by the, the, you know, the, the player results. And that way, it was just nice and easy for me to uh, record the results in my notebook and then type that into a spreadsheet, and I'd quickly thrown one together the night before and um just uh basically put the scores in each round on a different page and that just uh, consolidated on the front page but nice and easy nice and simple um i do miss ttt um but then would i've used it for this event i'm not sure um i I don't think i've run a team event on ttt so it's possible but um it was easy enough to be honest just just to run it as is um few rules queries through the day um one was absolutely baffling i'm not quite sure now what the players are trying to ask me um but no the rest of them were fine um one well most most of them i knew the answer to. but sometimes whenever i do like a a judge call i always like to like show people in the rules reference you know their, their answer so it's not just me making the call and we did have um uh zach unfortunately got caught out with kanan in the ghost uh, is not quite the same as Scum Canaan, so Kanan, doesn't work on himself. Yeah, it doesn't work on himself, and it is specifically in the FAQ that a ship is not in its own firing arc. Yep. So yep. Um, okay. And then um, we had obviously the because um, ions change slightly now as well. Um, so with with the way that you now set a dial and everything, um, you you will be ionized um in in the turn so if you get ionized in that system phase before you wouldn't get ionized to the turn after mm-hmm. whereas now you fulfill everything you need to do to be able to be ionized that turn um so yeah just perform that ion maneuver
0: yeah okay that's what happens when you get uh high level event and people start kind of going, wait a minute, what? Um, when somebody does something to them and they're like, hang on, I'm sure that's not correct. And he's like,
3: oh, actually it is. To, well, that's to be fair, good. it was involved in the action of killing a ghost in a single round of combat.
4: So, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, ghost, the ghost bit was was just one of those and, and just unfortunate. And uh, I think I found out, not that I was playing it, but I, I checked myself... You know, a month or so ago, and the difference between the wording in the two Cane abilities is different between the Scum and the Rebel. Um, so yeah, it is quite easy to get get those wrong. Um, yeah, it,
0: it is it is very very different because it, it's explicit on the card for the Scum one that it's you or or it's you or a ship in your firing arc. I think is the phrasing on Scum. Um, yeah. Whereas the Rebel one is just a ship in your firing arc. Um, so. And yeah, you're not in your own firing arc because otherwise you could shoot yourself by accident, like Tie Fighters with turrets, like whatever. <laughs> yep, I <laughs> TIE, mean, um, I aggressive Oh no, <laughs> shot myself.
4: But generally, the event was um, very well sort of played. Yeah, from you know, no, no disagreements. Um, I think there was one, one little one where the players had just kind of like, I think a player like declared to shoot with one ship and then actually shot with another ship. So I said, well, just start again. I mean, yeah. just I just like, you know, you, you confuse yourselves Just start again and, and roll, roll, roll your attack differently. So it was all fine. Uh, but yeah, a couple of close calls through the day with regards to range and arcs and stuff like that. But no, everybody played in a really good, uh, good spirit. And, um, uh, yeah, we actually got out yeah. early, which is, um, always nice to see. I mean, I, I think I'd factored far too much time into the rounds. I think I'd given two hours for a round, because in my head I'd put down fifteen minutes of pairings, and actually there's only two decisions to make, which you kind of make in five minutes. So,
2: yeah,
0: it's always it's always helpful when um, players are playing in the right spirit as well. Because like that sort of oh I've shot with the wrong ship or blah blah blah, somebody could have made a twist about that, couldn't they? But just saying you know what, just roll it back and it's fine.
4: And yeah, I mean like strictly speaking, it was the same number of dice. Does it really matter? But I was just like you know if you've declared one thing, perhaps. You know, I, I I didn't have a I didn't ask like you know like for my list. You shooting with a different ship could actually matter because maybe I use a click, maybe I use something else, or yeah. so it's just like just just start the whole whole attack again, um, and then that way the, then there's no sort of bad feelings about people, you know, missing potential triggers or anything like that.
0: Yeah, cool. I'm glad it went well. I'm still slightly jealous that I wasn't able to attend. Um, so, uh, on that note, congratulations again to Adam uh, for carrying Ollie and Liam, and to Ollie <laughs> and Liam for having the best of teammates. Um, and, I mean, Adam uh,
2: did go throughout the day saying he won the tour- he was going to win the tournament at the teammate selection stage. Yeah, yeah. Then I had to correct him that it was myself that selected the teammates. Was it? Yes. I assembled okay. the team and then. Uh, so basically, you and Adam said we're th-
0: playing together and we need a third person who's the best player we can find. Let's ask Ollie. So, Ollie mugged off the 186 and came and joined the Sith Takers. Is that what you're saying?
2: I mean, right. let's be
0: honest. <laughs> Don't let Adam Patterson hear that. You'll be evicted. <laughs> the
2: 186 we weren't even aware the tournament was happening until like a month before. But by that point, Ollie was already in the team for like three months.
3: Yeah so it helps when one of the person who basically helped to organize the tournament uh asks you like 3 months before and then i realized that oh this is actually going to be quite a big tournament and was like well sorry boys already got a team <laughs> um but yeah they uh it's it's a shame that we never got to play the uh, the 186 lot um they did come second uh but yeah they uh they managed to lose to the pair down unfortunately so we never got to play them in the final round
4: i mean that that was the interesting thing so i did actually do a little um event announcement um as we sort of announcing the pairings for round four because the 180 worst lost to the mandos in round three which was the the pair up pair down from so there were three unbeaten teams at the end of round uh going into round three Uh, that meant there was only one unbeaten team in the final round. So if the snapshots could have beaten you guys, then there was Yeah, we would have won then. Um... I looked at the points, we would have won. Probably. Uh, But yeah, there would have been six. Yeah, there were six teams that would have finished three and one, I think.
1: (laughs) We would have drawn on game wins, and then we would have won on points scored, because even though we didn't win, we had more points overall. So... And it was uh, probably pretty sad that it was Mario and Liam's game that was dawdling at the end, were not it? <laughs> so it felt like it was the deciding so,
0: game. <laughs> so who was cosplaying as Rich Polly then for the snapshot? Um, Andy Cameron. Nice.
1: We definitely traded up.
0: <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so it was it was you, Andy, and uh, was it Johnny Hall?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Good team,
2: that. Good team. It was a great. Day. It was funny that was there was pretty much. Two almost full Sith Taker teams, but not right. Five and five people from the Sith Takers are actually playing, so we could have at least filled one.
0: <laughs> uh, oh well. Team mine, and,
2: um, mine and Liam's game was
1: pretty funny about all the things you shouldn't do, because <laughs> <laughs> like Liam lost his hey, hey his head early in the game, and I had to talk him down. And then I didn't make a change to my game plan when I should have done. Like the big major changes that you should have done.
2: <laughs> yeah, cool. you kind of got tunnel vision throughout it, didn't
1: you? Yeah, after that sort of initial engagement when I didn't kill Kylo, I kind of locked in on that when I should have changed my mind.
0: But. Right. Well, that's Team X Wing. Uh, and we're probably going to run another one of them at some point, probably next year or something, because it seems to have, have gone well and been well received. So. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Liam
1: ruined my own beaten streak. <laughs> and you've helped me achieve mine.
0: All <laughs> right. Um, moving on to the next thing. Over the last week there's been a bunch of spoilers, um, official and unofficial. Um, information has leaked onto the internet. Um leaking all over the internet, like pictures of Matt Hancock snugging his mistress. Yeah. Oh, so just to remind you about stuff that happened like a long time ago has um, been brought back into the public because of I'm a celebrity. Um, so uh, AMG did an article with um, a Republic Pilots overview for Hot Shots and Aces 2. Um, should we go through the cards?
3: I feel like it. Are we, I was I was going to say, do we want to, have we got a list? Of, are we doing all the cards or are we just doing the, the new so, ones?
0: So well, the ones that are in the spoilers basically, and then I'm going to go through the stuff that um, spilled onto the internet because it's got some exciting resistance stuff in it, and you can't even stop me. So, which ones yeah, are you um, starting from? The official ones. I'm on the official Hotshots and Aces Two Republic
3: Pilots overview. Do we get to talk about the hey,
0: hey. broken one?
3: Sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to start off with,
0: we'll work through what we've got, and then we'll we'll talk about the things that are a little bit broken uh, when we get to them. So we'll start cool. from the start. We've got Adi Gallia, who is an I5 um, Delta 7 Ether Sprite or 7B Ether Sprite, two cards uh, with the same pilot ability. While you defend at attack range one, you may spend a force. If you do, the attacker cannot apply the range bonus. Um, and then while you perform an attack against a defender at attack range 3, you may spend a force, and if you do, the defender cannot apply the range bonus, so it's like Grand Inquisitor. Um, you negate range bonus effects. So, cool. Um, is Adigalia Gallia the person who turns into Grand Inquisitor? I don't know. No. I don't know. Uh, oh.
2: no. The Grand Inquisitor is from Utapau. And okay. Adi Gallia... Headtails. <laughs>
3: She's okay. in Jedi Power right. Battles. Um
2: is she a
3: No, not a not a, other not a I'm gonna I'm gonna have no not a um what's the Sokas race? Not one uh, of them. Uh, Togrutan. She's not Tigruten. No, she's not that either. I'm gonna look it up. Carry okay. on.
2: Uh Thelothian. She's a Thalothian. There we go. There you go.
0: One of them. Um so anyway, that's her. Um that's pretty cool, right? Grand is pretty cool. But anything anybody wants to say
3: about that one? I mean, she like the Grand Inquisitor' ability is amazing. Uh, she's got two force. Ie, the uh, the advantage of the Grand Inquisitor is that he's really good at being a gun turret, which Arty can do. Um, yeah, I th- I, th- I think the issue is is that the reason the Grand Inquisitor works so well is that he can be both offensive and defensive. I think. Adi is great at not dying. It's going to depend on how expensive she is as to whether she's actually good. Because... I because
0: patience yeah. and uh, droids can give an awful lot of help to uh, an ether Sprite. And I-5, it's probably an option versus Poe. Um, uh, not Poe. Plo. Plo. Um, okay, talking about Jedi Masters. Kit Fisto in the Netta. Here he is with his weird green head tentacles more head Just tentacle races. love that
1: name who thought that name was a good idea kit fisto yeah
0: i, I mean <laughs> they, they know their market it's middle-aged <laughs> men who are children at heart um, so, and 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 the i'm sure there's the odd um woman that plays x-wing because i've met and played against a few of them but let's be honest we're 99 sausage fest in this community so um <laughs> While another friendly ship defends, if the attacker is in its bullseye, you may spend force to change one of the defender's blanks to an eyeball. So, Tim, Tim, it's more nonsense for you to put into your big, interacting Rube Goldberg machine of moving defensive parts.
4: Excellent.
1: (laughs) This has no range on it
3: either, does it? Nope. Another friendly ship, that's it. Yeah, that's crazy good. So, it's got to be in the Bullseye
0: of the ship that is being shot at for Kit to work. So, oh, yeah. um, yeah, but it's 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 a don't fear the bullseyes, lads. Kit's behind you. <laughs> You're telling
3: me that if Tim manages to get that HLC bullseye, they get defensive bonuses as well. Yeah, seems fair. <laughs> seems good.
0: <laughs> um, then we've got a uh, new lat. Who's an I two lat called Sicko Um, who we would had spoiled before, but we didn't know what sickening manoeuvre was. So it's after you execute a basic manoeuvre, you may assign the sickening manoeuvre condition to yourself. And that is, you can execute red manoeuvres even while stressed. After you reveal a bank or turn manoeuvre, you must gain one strain and execute that manoeuvre as a side slip. And after you reveal a straight manoeuvre, you must execute that manoeuvre as a red K turn. After you execute a manoeuvre, remove this condition. So... Basically, every other turn, by giving yourself a condition, you can do advanced maneuvers that the lat normally can't do. So, yeah, it's
3: interesting. I, I, am, I am concerned about the fact that a lat can actually turn around. Um, I'm also... I, I don't know, because with all the new cards, I assumed that all of the TIE Fighters have been misprinted with 4 health in the Battle of the Avent Pack, but they actually do have 4 health. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not this is a misprint on the fact that the arc is only forwards or if it's meant to have a turret
4: yeah
0: that's a good point i think a lot of people have said it still has fire convergence which is um if the defender is in your turret arc on the ship (laughs) so if it doesn't do fire convergence you would never take it um so it it must have either a turret natively or and, and it's got rotate or it's going to have a slot that allows you to put a turret on it, um, which is a possibility. You know, you stick a dorsal on it or whatever. But um, I think that's a, 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 miss, a, a misprint on the, um, on the digital rendering. I don't, I cannot see them putting a, a two-front arc on a support ship like that. Not one which is full of mobile arc abilities, but you never know. Stranger things have happened at sea. Um, Then there's a a torrent, Slammer. He can slam, even while stressed. He's got two charges, so he can do it every other turn. It costs him two to do it. Slamming torrents? I don't know if he'll ever be played. He's I1, though, so he's a good
3: blocking ship. He's a good objective grabber as well. Mm -hmm. Shame that you get a red focus now when you get blocked. Yeah, but it's a red focus. Not a stops people catering behind
0: you and stuff doesn't it that's the
3: i i want to see if he can get any because i think he's great for objectives right um because it's just after you execute maneuver it's not his action step so he can do a three straight into a three bank is three bank red torrent? i think it's white regardless he can he can go very fast and then do an objective action so I can see him being very, very useful for that. Uh, unfortunately, it feels like the um, the Republic as a faction has a lot of just little objective grabbers. So I, um, if he was in another faction, I think everyone would be falling over themselves to take him as like the three-point filler. Mm-hmm. Um, or he's probably going to be four points because he's a torrent, so I think he's never going to see play.
1: Yeah. I just hope he, they don't make a load of good torrents because one of mine got cannibalized to make my cool Jedi ships. <laughs> I don't want to buy any
0: more. I think they're still in that spot where they've got V Wings um competing with them and they've got too many other options in the Republic faction now at that you know, they've got the Z ninety fives, the new ones at three, you've got the V Wings. They've pretty much been
1: dead on arrival though, haven't they? Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, they've done a few Decent things and interesting lists, but there's, there was a inter- few interesting lists with like four of them floating around at one point. But yeah, they're, they're, they've not really been used because V wings are better at three. If you've got three points, you put Contrail yeah. in, right? Exactly. Uh, so there's, I think, there's still no other think they missed
1: a point with making the Z95s a little bit better.
0: Oh, yeah, they should have done 100%.
1: Or at least give them a proper linked action.
0: Yeah, or a, a dial that was yeah. worthwhile. It's just something to make them different, but they didn't. Um, <laughs> so the last ship that's in this article, we've already had spoiled a little while ago because he appeared on one of the spreads that, that turned up as Gavin, Sick, uh, Gavin Sykes in an N1 Starfighter. He's basically got Ric O'Leary's ability, uh, but he gets re-rolls of blanks instead of um, rolling an extra dice. So it's it's when you go faster than somebody, you can re-roll your blank results. Um, so, you know, he's going to Ways about grabbing objectives, having focus evade, and never having an effective gun, because he's going to have two dice the whole time.
2: I mean, the comparison I can see with this is the difference between Sunfak and Chertek. Chertek's the lower initiative, but has the more consistent gun, Mm -hmm. because he can re-roll whatever he needs to up to two, and then Sunfak just adds a die.
0: Yeah. But this is a two-dice gun, not a three-dice gun. Uh, it says, church, it says
3: perform an attack. It doesn't say primary.
0: Yeah, it could be torps. So they don't have missiles, so you can't brocket him. They've got torps, so he needs to have a lock, which means that he's got a reroll anyway. So yeah. it's, I, it's all of it.
3: Again, we don't know what... See, this was the other thing about... We're going to get to it in a sec. I'm, I'm assuming... We're we're probably going to skip over the next one because it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, so if we bounce straight to the T seventy Versio.
0: wait, what? We've not got there yet,
3: Ollie. I Stop so getting I'm, ahead of yourself. I'm reading another one of on the list, but and in, in a similar relation, it depends on slots because there's yep. a lot of people talking about Zay. When we get to him, having advanced proton torpedoes. Uh, sorry, um, yeah, APTs. We don't even know if. Uh, there's the hard point ability but we don't know if ships have certain upgrades before we have them right so yeah there are certain things we can't talk about anyway sorry
0: okay so let's let's go on to then the spoiler spoilers these are the things that have not been officially announced by AMG so they're they've leaked their way onto the internet via reddit and a few other places um so we started off with um so it's hot shots and aces and it's some republic uh, not republic it's some resistance and some first order stuff um and the first one that jumps out at everybody is lando calrissian in the falcon is joining the resistance so we knew that already from previous spoilers but we didn't know what his ability was and there was a little bit of people discussing it so lando's ability is crazy 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 good um is just, this guy is going to be everywhere unless he's pointed into oblivion. Um, So he's I-5, um, so standard for Lando. He's got the three dice gun of a Falcon. He's got three charges, and his ability reads, after you fully execute a red maneuver or perform a red action, you may spend any number of charges to choose that many friendly ships at range zero to two, and the chosen ships may perform an action even while stressed. So he can bump into you, he can take a red focus and then he can take a target lock um, on something else that he's not bumped into, but also two of his mates can also take a target lock on the thing on things, and it's not limited. I
3: um, I'm not sure on that one. I've been talking about this, and I think the red focus prevents you from taking any other actions. Yes, it does. Uh,
0: it says that you perform you skip your perform action step.
2: I think uh, there was an FAQ that also says that you can't get a action from any other means. You can't Rude. perform any actions after this.
3: However, Lando can still use his ability when he takes the red focus on other ships.
2: Yeah.
0: And one could coordinate him back.
3: Uh no, because again he's no. not allowed to take any other actions. And he's stressed. It's this one's gonna get messy. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I'd, I would need to go and read through the the rules and the FAQs because I can't remember that being an FAQ about hmm. red bump yeah, I do not remember that to be honest. Because oddball was taking target locks off the back or acquiring locks off the back of it, oh, but that's an acquire or an action, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I mean, we'll need we'll need to read through it because the potential shenanigans and interactions and jankiness that occurs with this is is ridiculous. Oh, it's just um Ugh. yeah I mean, it's the, the, be idea,
3: fun. the idea that you can you can do a red boost coordinate yourself in an action and then coordinate your two friends in action even if they're stressed mm-hmm. is i mean coordinates the best action in the game right like that's that's been true for a very long time yeah and you can now coordinate three things yeah, or, <laughs> you know turn.
0: you can you can you can rotate focus for free um you know because these red actions that the, the resistance falcon has rotate and boost. Um, and it's also got some very you know, if this ship can take Raise Millennium Falcon as a title, then it can be boosting and slooping and everything. You put Corsella on there so that he can clear the stress when he does maneuvers, it, Manoeuvres, it do- doesn't matter because he can always do a red action by rotating unless he's got triple stress. Um, and so he can always do something. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy, I crazy hope good. This really expensive. I think
1: Ollie just that, sounded sad when he was talking about it. <laughs> I
0: I think that he's going to come in at eight with a really high or eight with a really high loadout, and then I think they'll tweak loadout down. But there's a chance he might come in at seven. They'll oh. adjust up to nine and then back down to eight over the next couple of points I I, but,
3: I would be okay with this ship being nine on release. Same. So, I don't think it will be. Yeah. I think it should be, but it won't be. I think it'll be eight
0: at the very worst, and they might even make it cheaper. Because I don't know if they realize how good it is. Um, the only way
2: to find out is to see how many falcons are on stock shelves right now.
0: <laughs> not many, not many. Um okay, I'm just gonna skip on to the next one. We're into first order now, and I've got Lin Gava, who is a TIFO. Uh So three hull, one shield, um, set up. After placing forces, this is cool. Assign the primed for speed, three pip token condition to yourself and two other friendly TIEFOs or TIESF fighters that have no equipped upgrades. Now, the primed for speed ability, basically, it says after you perform a slam action, so it gives you the slam action to your action bar, says after you perform a slam action, you must suffer one damage. To remove one disarm token, so you slam, you take a damage, you lose your shield, you activate fearless, and then you light things up with uh, not fearless fanatical because your shield's gone. Let's go. Yep. Seems good.
3: Also, quick draw.
2: Yep.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: draw doing it for fun. Yeah,
3: yeah. huh?
2: <laughs> oh. Quick draw and scorch are the big ones that stand out for me on those. Well.
3: Quickdraw and Scorch being able to trigger both Fanatical and their own abilities on turn one. So Quickdraw can't trigger Fanatical
0: because she's got three shields to get rid of. Yeah, but Quickdraw just just
3: gets to trigger Quickdraw's ability on turn one as you move. Yeah, rude. (laughs) And if you have a Coordinate, oh look, Quickdraw's already got a focus. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing, the slam being the action, unless they can take and mod and get
3: advanced slam, then it's tossing it's a mod on modified dice and hoping. Gideon Hask shuttle exists. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's there's other ways to get mods, isn't there? But you know, you you can be made sad with these um these weight of red dice lists when the weight of red dice just don't happen and you know, I've rolled twenty-one red dice at you and you've taken one shield because it was all unmodified two and three dice attacks, um sort of thing. it, it gets a bit gets a bit saddening. Um I um first of the T seventies, not the exciting one. Zay Versio, her father's daughter. So Aiden Versio's Yes also. Daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um while you defend, if the attacker is damaged, you may reroll one defense die. So that's not a bad ability. Um very conditional. It's an initiative three T70. So um, defensive rerolls are good. T70s are hard to kill anyway. It makes it harder for them to kill. So, but going to be five points because they all are. So, yep. will we ever see Zay versus you in play? Probably not because there's better options at five points. Um,
3: yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's budget Jess Parver, isn't it? Yeah. Right, I need to skip down to the next set of pictures
0: next before. It's got um... Agent Tyranny? Oh, Tyranny. Agent, Agent Tyranny, yeah. Yeah. Liam, do you want to talk about Agent Tyranny? Because I can feel your
2: excitement from here. Can someone
3: explain <laughs> the ability to me as well, because there's a lot of words. Right. Liam, do you want to do it?
2: Uh. I want to say yes but at the same time i can't see the picture
0: okay so set up after placing so this is agent Tierney is in a, 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 an an excise shuttle what do you call z-shuttle z-shuttle whatever z-class light shuttle um after placing forces you must assign the broken trust condition to an enemy ship okay now what broken trust does is treat friendly ships as allied so Anything that says, any ability that triggers off a friendly ship in your firing arc no longer works. So if you make a lat suffer this condition, then fire convergence switches off because the ships on its side are now allies, not friendlies. So it's a different keyword. Um, that's the main ability that this thing does is it switches off those friendly ship interactions. Cannon, Scum, switches off, and rebel switches off all of those are friendly ship in your firing arc blah blah blah, whatever um, while performing an attack before declaring the defender each allied ship in the attack arc that is not stressed gains a stress token Okay. so this is if the no. lat shoots at something each allied ship, so all of the things that were previously friendly but they're not anymore get stressed if they're not already stressed, if they're in your attack arc. So basically, your lap that's circling giving you rerolls, if it takes a shot, is going to stress out your ships as well. But it wants to be shooting, because the final clause on the card is, after you defend or perform an attack, if the defender was dealt at least one face-up damage card, or was destroyed, remove this condition. So you get rid of the condition either by critting an enemy... So you risk stressing your own ships by attacking, but if you land a crit on an enemy, um, or you give them a face-up damage card, I should say, then you clear the condition, or you have to suffer a crit yourself, or Um, be destroyed. Question? Yes,
3: because we're messing with alignments here, as in enemy or friendly. Yes. Now this is what messes me up. Treat friendly ships as allied. Who does that? yeah so it this the ship gets the card, right? Yes, yes, so this is what messes me up because if if you give the rebel uh, say like it it's a rebel ship that you're playing against, you give that rebel ship this card. yeah, they treat their friendly ships as allied, that's right, yep, so not your ships, no. no. Okay. Uh,
2: No, they also treat your enemy ships as allied as well. Oh, no, 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 no. No. no, no, This is is where I'm getting
3: really confused because it's not very clear about, yeah, like friendly and allied and non-enemy and what. (laughs) So so the second
2: line basically means that you you are both allied to each other, but neither of you are friendly to each other because if you just kept the first line... So, that here's, would mean that you're not friendly to them, but they are still friendly to you. So, it's, yeah, it breaks that.
0: Here's the example that makes sense, right? Lando yep. Calrissian in the Rebel Falcon, yep. when he does a blue maneuver, can choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 3. Mm-hmm. And that ship may perform an action. If you choose Lando, then the only ship that he is friendly to is himself. Because okay. he's allied to all of your other ships. So, he still gets his double actions, but they're always on him.
3: Okay, so, so allied is different. That's that's where I was. Uh, okay, so friendly, allied is different to friendly.
0: Yes, allied yes. is allied is we're on the same team, but we don't like each other enough to share abilities. Cool. Um, friendly is happy, special, fun time, just pals and friends.
3: So, and the the enemy ships to Lando are still enemy to him. Yes. Okay, <laughs> there we go. That that now makes sense to me. Yes. I I. I one hundred percent disagree with the. Yeah, like, it it doesn't break it if you get a crit after you perform an attack. The defender was dealt at least one face up. Yeah, there's nothing about you taking damage. It just says if know. the defender. So after you yeah. defend or perform
1: an attack. So when you're defending, you're the defender.
3: Yeah, after, it's after you, you defend. defend or ah, or there, or there we go. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, that's that's so random. I I yeah. hate random in this game i mean and it's the- it it
0: definitely adds like if you put it on a falcon like a lando in in the example then um that that is just like you're basically saying right lando just fly around doing focus target lock and on, and shoot at something until you land a crit the, and then the, you issue, can get rid of the,
3: crit the issue with this card though is it to certain lists it just says you're not allowed to have fun
0: yeah. I was just about to
3: say,
1: I see this as a really NPE card. Yeah, it is. It's
3: massively NPE.
1: You're I like... can see this getting banned relatively quick, if I'm honest. Yeah. The um, last
0: paragraph makes it
3: playable, not completely unplayable, but the, the thing where you can get rid of it. But when was the yeah. last time you saw a Kanan Hawk giving anyone a crit?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Everyone's got a problem with Kanan, so
3: it's fine. Well, yeah, but okay. But now, if you're the Kanan player and you've built your entire list around that ship, I get the fact that Kanan is obnoxious. Hey, hey! Again, Tim, sorry, (laughs) that probably shouldn't exist. But if, like, you're bringing that as the whole crux of your list, and you get that taken away from you, you're playing with a sixteen-point list because they do not need to shoot that hawk. That hawk is now useless to everyone.
2: So here's the (laughs) thing.
3: Here's the thing.
0: This could be six or seven points. It could be five, like a lot yeah. of the other Z-class shuttles, but it could be six.
2: And if it the is... The rest of the Zs are four, so this will be five minimum. It has yeah. to be.
0: And if this is a five or more, then you know you really are sacrificing a lot of good options in FO in order to hope that you come up against something that's a synergy-based list. Okay. And not against a bunch of X-wings I'm, that just I'm double mod natively.
3: I'm just I'm just gonna do some homework because I wanna see out of out of say for example we take the we take all of the lists from that recent team tournament. I reckon at least fifty percent of them had a ship in there that was fairly reliant on buffing its friends.
0: Yes, a support yeah. ship is very common, yes. but that then this this then warps the meta, doesn't it? Because people are thinking, right, I can't bring uh,
3: But it's but it's I a gatekeeper. You- it's purely a gatekeeper but it's also only
0: one ship in a list so if you've got one big support ship like a lat that is there to just drive extra action economy into your into your team then fine but if you've got a five or six ship list with loads of interactions most of those interactions still fire there's just the one linchpin piece that gets taken out um now if you've got a big linchpin like a lat in a republic list then it's a problem Um, but you know if if you've got something that they'd be well the only thing in your list that does anything that has a friendly ship is that one so i'll put it on him i guess and so you've got a a little v-wing or a tie fighter or an a-wing or something whizzing about that can't do a tappy fun time stuff then i
3: i do think the reason that this isn't going to stay unbanned for very long is if you have a look at commander pi if you have a look at the triple upsilon zooming at your face turn two. Mm-hmm. it's it's a gotcha right yeah and i yeah it, it I, feels I like it was designed by the same people
0: it feels like it was designed by the same people um the playing against the first order is not supposed to be fun
3: i think
2: i would happily <laughs> expect this to be banned if they remove
3: shattering <laughs> Which which they should by the way which they should <laughs> right, we have got to move on sorry, to the next I've gone, card I've gone down the rabbit hole Carry yeah, let, Let's
0: move on to the next card It's uh, it's another tiefo called uh, DT798 whose ability is, while you perform a primary attack if you're not strained, you may gain a strain to roll an additional dice Different Scorch I like yeah, good, it a
2: lot it? actually Yeah, strain instead of stress um, Also it's for... a, it's Elijah Wood Is it? <laughs> Yeah, Elijah Wood voices him in the resistance. Oh, that's
0: oh, okay. cool. OK. Um, next one, another Thai FO, Lieutenant Galec. Lieutenant Galec, depends on what part of the world you're from. Um, I-5 uh, called the Harsh Instructor. After another friendly ship at range 0 to 2 is destroyed, you may perform a coordinate action even while stressed. While you coordinate, there's a lot of that recently even while stressed, isn't there? Um, While you coordinate, the ship you choose can perform an action only if that action is also on your action bar. So focus evade, target lock, or barrel roll. So you're not really restricting their choices there, are you? (laughs) Um, But yeah. No. No.
1: I'm never a big fan of abilities that have to wait for one of your friends to be destroyed then.
2: What would be interesting is if the pursuit speed thing that comes with one of the other TIE Fighters adds a slam to your action bar.
0: It does add slam to your action bar, yeah. Cool. But you can only slam during your perform action step. That's a restriction of the slam
3: ability. Yeah, it is. Sad. You can't be (laughs) coordinated. What's the point?
1: (laughs) Can you imagine slamming in the middle of combat? That'd be amazing. <laughs> <Really
0: hilarious. laughs> right, that's a reason it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's totally a reason. I've just, just yeah, realised totally that I have lost um, some, of the other, uh, some of the other cards. Let me just go and find them.
3: Do you want me to run through? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, somebody
0: else's voice talking is good.
3: Cool. Yeah. Um, what have we got? So let's go with the T70 that can shoot backwards we got uh-huh. Vanessa Dozer. Um, yeah. While you perform a torpedo or missile attack, you may treat the attack requirement as rear arc as well. And if you do, uh, treat the range requirement as one to two, which means that you can lob advanced proton torpedoes at range two, which is interesting. Um, uh, proton torpedoes at range one. <laughs> true. Doesn't work with proton rockets, though, because it has to be a front arc requirement. Uh, So before anyone tries to fire proton rockets out the butt, (laughs) Um, but yeah, pretty good. Um, It basically is a TISF, but with yeah, chaining ranges on missiles makes it super interesting. So the the thing that
0: immediately jumped out at me about this one, or the thing that is possible with this one, is um, plasma torpedoes. So that you've got a three dice gun out out your back, as long as you've got a target lock on something, so you can come in, fire, uh, come in, target lock, turn away, um, focus, and then start launching uh, plasmas out your back, um, which yep. it's it's going to be cheaper. And that, with it being a bit cheaper, is just brilliant.
3: I so. I can see this one not having that much loadout so that you maybe couldn't fit proton torpedoes on it. So that's, uh, that's just a guess. But who knows? Yeah, You've know, got to go for the five dice. Boom,
0: i Oh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> I mean, like, plasmas are seven, APTs are eight now. Um, yes. Proton torpedoes are 12. Um, but if they've got a hard point, then, you know, they could be taking missiles that they can um, fire
3: out the back as well. If you can fit it, I quite like the idea of fitting BB-8 on this because you can do the boost into a bank and quite easily get the um, rear arc available.
0: <laughs> yeah wow yeah i mean yeah points is massive on this one because yep. there's an awful lot of jank and fun that can be enabled with it
3: on um, the subject of jank and fun should we talk mm. about the shuttle pot thing
0: the shuttle thing
3: yes after you uh, so uh taka jamarisa um initiative two after you jam, you must assign one jam token to another ship at range 0 to 1 of that jammed ship, if able. No specification of friendly or enemy. Just when you put a jam out, there is a second one that comes. Yep. It's filth. And combine that with Hondo. Yeah,
0: because it's not a jam action. It's, it's not a jam,
3: a jam action. Jam. It's just a jam. So hmm. at range 3, you can put two jams on stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So after you jam, you must assign oh. a jam token to another ship at zero to one of the jammed ship, if able.
3: So, the second
1: ship uh, can be beyond range three as well, can't it? Because it's range one of the... Yeah, the it's just range ship. one of the uh, the defender, yeah. So technically, yeah. you can jam at range four. <laughs> yep.
3: It's pretty fun. I yeah. like
0: that. Yeah. I like that. So if you catch somebody in the bullseye, then you jam somebody who's behind them.
3: Yeah. No, 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 not bullseye, just whenever you jam. Yeah, but jam's are range one... No, Hondo's range three. Hondo's range three. Hondo's range three. Yeah. (laughs) So you grab somebody.
0: Well it's got Hondo, yeah, you've got to have two ships in range three, one to coordinate one to jam, and
3: then uh, the second jam can go. So technically you could coordinate one and then immediately jam off the thing that you just
1: coordinated. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that.
3: Yeah. Because you you choose two of them and it's like all right you can coordinate and then I'll just remove whatever action you took. So it's got two red dice, one green dice, and eight health. And this is
0: a ship that will get to do its thing once exactly in each game, and then it will be murdered
3: mercilessly. Which is a... oh, so
0: I didn't realize it could do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's about right. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what again, like loadout points, right? Because the shuttles can be super good if they have enough loadout to carry the ridiculously fun crew that uh, Resistance do have. So I feel like Resistance is really enjoying this pack. Like Resistance and are, are they are going to like this. I think Resistance
1: needed it after having the Y-Wings taken up. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Lando makes up for all of their past sins. Oh god, I keep forgetting about that. I'm trying to push it to the back of my brain because I'm just going to be sad when I see it flying everywhere. So just
3: make it nine points, it's fine. That, that and Poe in the uh, Falcon, that's going to be everywhere for a while as well. Have um, Rich, have you got the fire spray up, or do you want me to talk about that as well? Um,
0: is that Aura Singh? If you can <laughs> yes. talk I've about got it, the fire because I've, I've got a kid that needs attention.
3: So Liam, do you want to a do you wanna take Aura? Because I'm excited about this one.
2: Yes, so initiative four, Aura sing. Separatist, Fire Spray, Bane of the Jedi. Before you engage, you may spend one force to choose two enemy ships at range 0 to 1 transfer any number of orange and red tokens between those two ships this is nuts
3: it's pretty good even,
1: even just having the force power on the fal- on air fire spray is ridiculous like a built in yeah. force is great having a half decent ability is just icing
3: on the cake i mean it's what's going to be super interesting here is that it's quite hard to get off because you need to have both ships at range 1 of the fire spray but you're allowed to double stress with this. When does it, um, when does it trigger, sorry? Uh, before you engage. Oh, so
1: you know in advance. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. You can see where all the tokens are, and you don't even have to shoot because it's just engage. Uh, and you just go, oh, cool. There's, or, I mean, the other thing as well, which I was talking to Liam about um, on Friday night, is if you have a Nantex in your list with Aurasingh, Uh, the nantex puts a tractor beam on something in the activation phase and tractor beams it and then aura moves the tractor beam onto something else and tractor beams that
1: (laughs) i'm quite happy for the separatists to get something like decent because they've been a bit
2: yeah one note at the moment you've also got to look at other things for example it just says red tokens so you can Mm -hmm. lock someone (laughs) <laughs> they fly away, Aurasin gets to grips, they're just out of range, and then Aura Sing goes, uh, you can have that lock back. Yeah, And then they're back in range. Yep. Yeah.
3: Two it's enemy good. ships, zero to one. It's also like, say for example, Aura has locked a ship that she's crashed into. She could move the target lock to a ship behind that one to shoot at it. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's also range zero to one of aura so yes it could be like the just the tip of range one in front of her to yeah, yeah. That the tip of range one behind her
3: yep so there's there's a lot of interesting things that you can do with this i think it'll take a little while but i think someone's a bit like it took a long time for people to work out jabber um i think there's going to be some fun combos that people pull off with this like ion tokens, for example, because you can fly this with um with Cabane with an ion cannon, um moving ion like you ionize the one agility ship that like say for example you have a Falcon right that you have a Falcon somewhere and you have Wedge next to the Falcon, uh well you just move the ion from the Falcon to Wedge, and then <laughs> yeah, Wedge is now ionized. Congrats. <laughs> There's
1: gonna be some crazy shenanigans going on. I can't wait.
3: Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's and as, as you said, like, natural force. Sorry, carry on.
0: And it's good that we're sharing them with the community um, so that everybody can experience the fun.
2: Well, Everyone needs tokens. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: it's
0: better to happen. find
2: out about it in advance than to find out about it when you play a game against it, right? Yeah, true. If, if someone doesn't make an altar. Changing Aura Sync for Oprah Winfrey, shouting "You get a token, and you get a token." I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, going to be fun. Um,
3: did we talk about Dirge? Yeah, we're still oh. talking about the fire spray. <laughs> God, no, we we missed Dirge. Um, should we okay. should we deal with Dirge, or do you want Grinch. me to do the last two uh, little droids first? Do, no, the
0: droids. do the droids. and then we'll do okay. Dirge. Yeah,
3: two little droids. Um, we've got uh, Kurodo, uh AI Holdout um after you're destroyed you may transfer each of your locks and green tokens to another friendly version of this ship at range zero to three three pips uh so they can move tokens when they die it's interesting not terrible um useful droid and it's then we vulture. have yeah it's a vulture yeah and then we have another um special vulture only one of these allowed um the iron assembler After a friendly ship at zero to one skips its execute maneuver step, so it stays on an asteroid, Uh, you may spend a charge. If you do, um, it may repair a damage if it's sitting on an asteroid or a cloud. So you can get droids sitting on rocks to repair themselves. It has three charges that don't regenerate. So it's basically an R2 droid for your friends um, if they're sitting on rocks. That's pretty cool.
1: That's quite cool.
3: Um, speaking of droids, we did see spoilers
0: for the um, Siege of Coruscant Flakar or fuck prototypes. The I five. Try say that three times fast. No, nope, not well drawn. <laughs> um, so at, at, so they they've still got at the start of the engagement phase. If there's an enemy ship in your bullseye, you can gain a calculate token and network calculations. Then they come with afterburners and then contingency protocol, which is the If something gets blown up, they can get a perform action even while uh, stressed. And then they've got something called Evasion Sequence 7, which is while you perform a red evade action, if there is an obstacle or scenario feature at range one, treat the action as white instead. So it's a bit like. uh, Yeah. So that's something a bit different. I can see that one
3: coming into normal play. So they're synth here with evade gambit, basically. Debris gambit.
0: Debris gambit. So um calculator V three greens three reds how many pips are on it uh, Two. it's the back off fox so it's two yeah
1: <laughs> again I'll, I'll, who, who thought of that name
0: some somebody who's childish at heart <laughs> um yeah and then uh, dirge
1: Oh, this took me so long to get my head around.
0: So, when you would be destroyed... (laughs) So, this is a scum and villainy ship. Oh, no, it's not. It's a separatist. It's fine. You can't put it and um, tell in the same list. So, (laughs) when you would be destroyed, you may spend a charge to reveal all of your face-down damage cards. If you do, discard each direct hit and each of your damage cards with the pilot trait, then repair all of your face-up damage cards. So, you've taken your five damage... You flip everything face-up. If you've got pilot hit crits or direct hits, you discard them. Then you flip everything else face-down again. So, basically, you've got a reasonably good chance that you don't actually die the first time that you die. I promise. It will be be hilarious when you die.
4: (laughs) Don't forget, though, that you do... So, if say you're on one hole and you take four damage, you take four cards. So, there's every chance that you'll have more cards then you have whole yeah um, I mean you may just get unlucky anyway with no direct hits and no pilot traits but
0: and and you you'll see people standing there going no no
3: deal them all out yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've overkilled you with three crits deal them all out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's like it'll be interesting to run the numbers on it but yeah so if you're discarding if you're discarding direct hits and you're discarding when do you discard the direct hit? Before it gives you the extra card or not? I assume it's before it gives you the okay. extra card. No, because you're not suffering the direct. You're just flipping them over. Uh, okay.
0: So you're yeah. revealing them. You're not, Yeah, you're not exposing it. Yeah, because a, th-
3: a third of the deck is pilot cards, and a, a five of them are doubles. So you're you're looking at a, a reason. It's just below 50-50 to, uh, to be fine. Yeah. Still pretty good though yeah i mean it's
0: a it's a ship that comes back to life basically so i'm so glad it. it's that scum
1: actually because you could have put cutthroat on there and do it again
0: yeah Yep. <laughs> yeah it's one of those kind of things that you look at it and you think to yourself what is the point of me shooting at that ship at this point in the game like if you can catch it early and take it down and make it spend its charge and be limping around with two health, but it should have been dead, then cool. It gets basically a free hull upgrade or two or whatever. Um, but then when you get towards the end stages of the game, you're looking at it and just thinking, I can't get those points. It's like Tell Trivura, I can't get those points. There's no point in me shooting at that ship now. Yep. Um, those ships you know, are this, gone. Those points you know are it's going to be those
1: games as well where they all the damage cards
0: get taken away.
1: Like I know it's not going to happen often, but you know it's you're going to see it. We're all going to yeah. see it at some point and be really sad about it.
0: Yeah, all those panic well, pilots and direct
3: hits and everything that are face the down thing, on that ship. The <laughs> other thing, as well, is that you can fly both Grievous and this guy on the list, well, and it's uh, <laughs> that's a lot of. I promise, I will never die, especially if you're throwing <laughs> proton torpedoes at them. Like that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, so anyway, you were complaining about separatists not getting anything, Liam, Well, how do you like these apples? These apples are very nice. Are they delicious, delicious separatist apples? You've just got no patience, that's the problem with you young millennials, or whatever you are. Anyway, so I think that's I think, it well, the, for spoilers.
1: Out of this, though, if, I, um, I know I'm a millennial, because
3: I fall into it. Liam oh, does uh, I think Ollie does as well. I'm... yeah. Uh, I am now 31, so I would yeah, say that I am a millennial. Yeah. Yep. Genuinely young enough to be my child. I'll it's just you who's older.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not from the northeast of England, so, you know, it's unlikely I would have had a kid at 14, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh. technically possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's all right. I lived there for eight years. I can say what I like. Is um, so, um, that how it works? Sound like I like
1: that I I'm not a racist, but
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm not a Geordie but. Uh, so <laughs> um, so <laughs> we've talked we've talked about all of our um uh, the spoilers that we know about. There's gonna be more. um apparently those um th- those uh, resistance, those hot shots, spoilers, resistance, and fo came because uh, I think Sweden one uh one store got their hands on them and sold them to their players before they realized that you know they still had a month left before street date was on them so yep. um and and they didn't realize that they had their hands on illicit product until somebody started making but this isn't fair why can i not use them where's the points for my new ships and then the rest of the world realized that they had um, unopened boxes of hotshots and aces too sitting in Sweden. So it's like, Oh, take pictures and pictures occurred and now it spreads around. So um cool. Um so uh things that we need to move on to. Liam has got a question for us all which he's prompted us to remember to,
2: to, oh, to, I, to ask I forgot to ask until afterwards. So last week we went, you know, if there was a stall or something you could have made that hasn't already been done what would it be? But this time, if you had a place in the Star Wars universe, what would it be? So the normal answers, you normally get, oh, I'd be a bounty hunter, I'd be a Jedi. But remember, we're not all destined for greatness. Some of us draw pipes on maps for a living. (laughs) So, like, What would it be? We'll start with you, Rich, because you said last week you already had an answer.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure that I would be a bureaucrat in whatever the government of system of the time would be. Um, I would never go outside of the core systems, and I would live a middle class, comfortable life in one of those soulless pods, um, eating grey goop and being happy about it, and possibly having a little uniform with a white badge on the on the lapel. I wouldn't be evil, but I would be working there because it was secure and had a good pension and maybe a good dental plan. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what, what I was is. gonna say, a similar sort of thing.
0: <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, how would you survive a zombie apocalypse? It's like I wouldn't, mate. I'd be I'd be I'd be trying to eat brains within three days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most people would die from dysentery anyway. Don't worry about
3: it. There's someone who's thought about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine because I'm a bit of a lush, so I'd be drinking the beer a lot. Until that run out, so I'd last a little bit longer. What was? You've, you've,
0: you've got to answer Liam's question though, not the zombie apocalypse question. But you kind of answered
1: it for me, so I've got nearly not got much to say. So you
0: want to be in that? You're going to do admin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> something easy. I, I mean, I would not be a Jedi or, but I don't want to get shot at. Like, I've got no interest in running, cool. jumping. I want to sit somewhere and be comfortable and warm.
2: <laughs> then you can and get six years from
1: running in the Star Wars universe. Obviously. And I want to be in charge of some people because I don't want to be at the bottom.
2: <laughs> How about you, Ollie? Hopefully, I have a bit of time to switch his mic on. I feel like um,
3: because I mean, teaching would still exist, but in in a universe where you can travel lots of different places with hyperspace, I feel like something along the lines of you know, like the those outward bound centres that you get in uh, in Wales and stuff, where people get to do like kayaking. I yeah, feel like I'd probably end up like working in one of those, but like it'd be a planet like go go to the planet where you can go enjoy the forests for like rich people from Coruscant. You'd, you'd
2: be a snowboard instructor <laughs> on Hoth, wouldn't you?
3: Literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, kayaking on Camino, snowboarding on Hoff. Well, um, I would basically be a ski bum. Yes. It, ma- <laughs> ma- making s'mores on Mustafar. Let's go.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, it. Apparently it went well. <laughs>
1: Cool. I'm assuming that Liam chose like, someone who works in like the garbage compactor.
2: No, I'd probably either end up in prison or have some form of <laughs> shipyard, I think, so I get to look at all the cool ships.
0: Oh, you'd 100% end up in prison. You're, you're far too liberal for, you know, to exist in the Star Wars universe. You'd be arrested for no... speaking at somebody in the wrong way.
2: <laughs> there is no way in the Star Wars universe with how oppressive it is I'd speak out. I'd go, look at that injustice. Looks to be him.
1: I don't think you'd be able to help yourself saying something that you think is funny and get you arrested for it
2: I mean I've been watching Andor and there was a bit of me who was like I'd like to work for the ISB because you get those black hammer pants (laughs) (laughs) for all the right reasons
1: imagine how short Vader is about his robot legs (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: he's just an ordinary height person um, Tim, <laughs> Tim, have you got a, a an answer that isn't, I'd, I'd like to be an admin person or in prison? <laughs> I'd like to be somewhere safe.
4: Yeah, you know what, I'm going to aim big. I would like to be the genetic blueprint for the Grand Army of the Galactic Republic. Oh, there we go. So there you go, there's just millions of me running around the galaxy. Oh, Jesus, one for <laughs> so- Suddenly, everything's very well organised. <laughs> <laughs> Everything runs 30 minutes early. There we go. We're, we're not very good at all that shooting and bombing stuff, but we're
0: very good at making sure the bombs and the shooting are there okay. to be done.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm perfectly good at shooting, thank you very much. Yeah, loads <laughs> of
1: shooting from that air-conditioned laboratory.
4: Yeah.
1: At 25
4: metres on lethal. <laughs>
0: Okay, thank you very much for that question, again, Liam That's a little little bit of hilarity A couple of other things that have uh, happened basically while we've been recording Um, AMG have announced that they're doing a last chance qualifier at Worlds in February More information to follow um, but it's been announced formally by them now So all those people, Liam who were planning to travel to Chicago without a ticket to play in Worlds have now got a chance to play a whole extra day of X-Wing to prepare themselves for playing a day of X-Wing to try I, and
3: qualify for another day of X-wing, it would be it would be really nice if they could announce dates, please, because we have people booking international flights that need to know
2: like jet lag and stuff. Yeah, imagine so if we had a grand army, of the Republic Tim organising this event. <laughs>
4: so,
2: so they've announced. We'd have the information by now.
4: So, well, well, uh, Dipscom runs the twenty-second to the twenty-sixth. I, yeah. think, I think you can pretty much like, assume I, I, be, I get be, that. be ready to play X-Wing from the 22nd to the 26th.
3: Yeah, I yes, but it would be nice to know, like, are they doing multiple qualifier days? When are the play-ins? Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of extra information for someone who needs to ask his boss incredibly nicely. Uh, <laughs> do, you know do
0: you know something, Ollie? I think that AMG will announce that information
3: when they've decided. Uh, yes, it would be nice if I hadn't been emailing them for the last two months. Yeah, Roughly I like don't think you got your um, confirmed ticket yet. Yeah, I'm
1: going. I'm going. Have they said that you're getting one now? Then, because last time yeah. I asked you, they hadn't even told you that.
3: Yeah, they've. I've. I've bothered them enough that they've. They've <laughs> told me that I do. I do actually have a ticket, which is nice. But
4: Let, oh, let's good. be honest. You need to be there from the 27th to the 26th because when you're not playing in an actual proper event. You need to farm the tickets, the prize <laughs> war tickets. Also
3: true. Also true. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. I sidelined that. It, we're getting a qualifier, which is
1: amazing. Also amazing is Armada are also getting one, so it's still at least they're still running op. If they're not doing any um, new releases, which is nice.
4: And Legion, and there'll be Shatterpoint demos as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, I am
0: going to do Shatter Point. Shatter Point, the thing that this will probably morph into. <laughs> if, if in a year's time we all buy Shatterpoint and stop playing X Wing, it'll suddenly be the, the Shatter Point. Careful. Okay, Is going to stop playing X Wing? I don't know. I mean, right now I'm not planning to. But if I pick up another game, then I'll be like, I've only got room in my brain to play one game at once. So you'll you know. do, you'll buy it and then you'll carry on playing X-wing like I always do. Probably, probably. <laughs> and I did just find out today that it does need to be glued and painted, which immediately puts me on a negative about it. Like, <laughs> as, as as good as the game might be, Marvel Marvel Crisis X-wing or whatever you want to call it, X-wing Crisis Protocol. It's um it's, yeah, it, it, if it is gluing and painting, then it's probably not going to happen for me, to be honest. So, Because um, I'm far too lazy.
4: Play, play, clone troopers and stormtroopers.
0: Yeah, I want people in factories and robots to glue and paint
4: my ships. Thank well, you. Or, or just start saving and then pay Jason. <laughs> I don't think it's possible for me to save that much money. <laughs>
0: um, right. Um, I think we've we've run long. We had a lot to talk about. And we had another chatty Kathy chatty on alongside me. So um, I'm just going to say, uh, does anybody have any shout-outs uh, before we do the, the goodbye circle? None for me.
4: I do. Yep. So I, I'll shout-out Boarding Brum before Liam does, but also because uh, they were uh, very good hosts at the weekend. And just want to thank everybody that came to the Squadrons event. It was uh, a lot of fun and a uh, pleasure to run. It was a good day, Tim. Tom.
2: I would like to shout out Tim
4: for running the event.
2: Adam and Ollie for being outstanding teammates. And everyone that offered themselves as a speed bump on our path to glory. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lovely. Um, big, big shout out to the 186th uh, because it's really good to see. Like, there's been a lot of people in there that have been struggling with new edition and everything else. And it's really nice to see the ball getting rolling with 2.5 and people having a really good time. And like seeing everyone talking about X-Wing getting the chats and stuff, it's been really, really nice to see. So yeah, we're back, baby. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, X-Wing still fun. And I wish that the people who quit out without attempting to play 2.5 would actually come back and give it a, a fair old try rather than just deciding they didn't like it. Um but, you know, people are people, they can make their own decisions, can't they?
2: So. I'd it's wrong. go... On.
1: <laughs> go on, Ben, sorry. I'm going to give uh, Johnny and Andy a shout-out as well for my teammates and a negative shout-out for Liam for ruining my unbeaten streak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Um, all right, I think that's us then. So we are going to look forward to some more spoilers, which will doubtless drop later on tonight after we finish recording or first thing tomorrow. Um, And we're going to have is it Hot Shots and Aces at the end of this month and then Siege of Coruscant at the beginning of next month. So we're going to have plenty to talk about with new stuff and hopefully a big new points thing. So on that note, uh, it's goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Uh, Goodbye from Ben. Bye. Uh, Goodbye from our special guest Ollie. Goodbye.
3: Oh, special. Uh, and my special, special. special. <laughs> and I'm not special coffee apparently <laughs> special talking
0: special coffee <laughs> evidenced <laughs> evidenced by now it's almost as if I did it deliberately <laughs> <laughs> we'll say goodbye from Tim goodbye and goodbye from me speak to you next time bye bye